I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, gang. Hello, hello. Wow. How's everyone doing? If you're new to this podcast, I'm Michelle. It's great to have you here. I'm going to be multitasking for a second. I'm going to ask you to wait for just a second because, um, wow, I have things sped up for you guys as well. I mean, I totally did so great during Mercury Retrograde. And as it left, boom, everything, everything started happening. It has to do with paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. As it, well, it is post-shadow, I guess. I guess sometimes these transits, they either go out with a bang. Um, yeah, let me just type finish this. Okay, yeah, this is important. So I have people that help me. Somehow some uh, balls got dropped, so I'm doing some stuff last minute. And I am I'm also was in the middle of a... Um, pre-appointment for my uh for count my counting for biz anywho who um yeah let's see so i'm just gotta let me know you got it okay i do love the randomness of stuff happening though last minute i think it keeps us it's you bring it as we say in my spiritual practice and all my teachings you bring it into your practice and that's part of meditation is that when things happen can you pause and just do it or deal it and isn't that life i mean i'm connecting with you which i love connecting with all of you I, i always look forward to wednesdays and Behind the scenes, you just never know what's happening. You never know what's going on in someone's life. So, And it's interesting just to juggle things like metaphys- metaphysics, spirituality, 5D and above living, and, and the mundane aspect of the world, like accounting and, and bookkeeping and, <laughs> and people, talking to people, working with people, connecting with people, dealing with people, people dealing with us. You know, our quirks and our gifts and abilities. Anyway, hello, I am here, fully here with you. So if you happen to be new and you don't know the drill, you can listen by phone, you can listen uh, by computer, you can listen in the chat. If you want to comment in the chat, you just need to do a, a profile and it'll prompt you to that. And you can ask questions in the chat as well. It's all up 
to you how you want to do this. Um, I also want to let everyone know, because I always forget this. In fact, somebody reminded me on my YouTube channel, really nice um, subscriber and person that's part of the uh, community there. As I had mentioned in one of the readings, uh, that this weekend, Saturday, I am doing Akasha Clearing and Soul Retrieval, Realignment to Your Soul and Retrieve the Soul Aspects of Your Being that are needed for fifth dimension and above soul expression. This is a lot of certain, uh, I haven't been doing a lot of courses or classes. I, I do have something I believe that may come up in the end of this year, but beginning a lot of people asking and I really am motivated by the guides, the spiritual hierarchy and the oversouls that I work with as to what is really needed. And this one kept coming up and we will be doing sound transmission, uh working with sound, uh energy, light, um, as well in this workshop and then it ends in a tonal uh frequency um you could call it a sound bath, but it's so much more than that. If any of you have experienced Grace O, you know that it's it's not just an ordinary sound bath. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and when I first met her and had one of, and was part of one of her groups, I was like, whoa. Because even I can do sound baths. I've done sound baths. There's people, you know, it's just, but it's like anything. A doctor, a dentist, an artist, a painter, it doesn't matter. It's, it depends a lot on the consciousness ability and training whether that's esoteric in person all of the above and we know that there's musicians and then there's oh my god musicians by the way i'm totally into inico i-n-k-o i-n-i-k-o if you follow me on instagram i did a story with one of her um i list uh, jericho I listened to that over and over yesterday. And as a star seed, I just started weeping yesterday. I had, like, yesterday was a very up and down day. It was basically up, but I was missing my star family so much, and I came across that song. And I just, and other uh, other songs that she's done, too, I, or he, she, they, she wants to go by they, um, had written just touches on it. And one of my teachers was a gray uh, Girl Mai revealed her her um, true visa to beingness to me. So yeah, it just so touched me. So anyway, th- I'm going to be doing more. And this really, if you're a star seed light worker, or if you are a light being, a light worker, um, this is all about understanding your soul call. This is also about releasing ancestral generational society cords. This is about changing your Akashic. Now, we only have certain times um, in our time here on Earth and humanity where there is enough changing resonance that we can change the Akashic records. We can connect in through the Akashic field, and there's a lot, and that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to really be connecting in through the astral and the Akashic and in preparation for the major changes that are happening individually and collectively with people uh, next year, I would say some February, but March on, um, there's some preparation for 2025. And so I'm really answering my soul call and the guidance that I've been given to help people with this, bring some information, insight, kind of the how-tos, but more importantly, uh, 
because it's all about you guys connecting more to your own inner knowing, your own um, understanding, in your, your intuition. So if you're interested in this, it'll be through Eventbrite. Um, in truth, we don't retrieve our soul, but there's aspects. But, but believe me, I have met people. Some people do not have a soul. Some people are not aligned to their soul. I've done soul alignment or realignment. I, years ago, I worked with somebody that was dying, and the doctors didn't know what was going on. And his soul, it was, you know, and it was weird because I did it. This was in, when I lived in England, and he was amazed. He immediately started feeling better the next that week I believe I believe five or no more than a week later he had to go back to the doctors and they they were like it's a miracle we don't know what's wrong with you and you know why you're you know why you're doing better so there, there's just there's a lot going on out there this is my realm this is my world this is I swim in this I live in this um, I study this <laughs> I get information on this so you know I I'm aware of certain things that can happen spiritually that greatly can affect us. So anyway, if you have any interest in this, um, I don't know if it's on my – for sure you can go to my Instagram page, Michelle Mache, and click in the – on the links, and it's there. And you can can find out more information if you want to um, about exactly what it is, you know, what's – what is going on, you know, it's – it's going to be a very profound experience. And, um, yeah, you can find out more information by going to my Instagram page and then clicking on the link in the on the profile. And it's this Saturday, September uh, 23rd. So really, I would say don't want to miss that. And I always, I mean, it's pretty profound. One day, one session I think we did last year, um, which I we have a fail safe for this. I was so extended, expand, so connected with the guides because a lot of times I will channel them; they come through, and I really lose touch with this reality. And my voice changes, everything, and I forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> so now we have automatic record. Grace is like, we can edit later. We just have to do the automatic recording. She even noticed. She says, "You came out." You know, because I went to the loo, then came back and sat down and centered myself. And I was like, now what am I going to say? And they immediately came through. So, yeah, they are, they're, there's a lot of change that's happening. A lot of you are probably feeling it. And, yeah, it's about connecting now. It's really time to connect in. You know, we got to do this, people. That there's a, You know, you don't really want to be, not left, but... A lot of the preparation, too, I'm going to share with you, it, it has to do with the mental, emotional. And I, a lot of you have heard me say on this podcast before, you know, there were so many things I thought I could post this, I could put this on YouTube, oh, this would just blow up, this would be it, you know. And they were like, no, no, teach people how to connect into their intuition, teach them about their soul, teach them how to read the signs. And I can see why now, having done this, you know, in a very emphasized way since about, well, I've been doing it since the mid-90s or earlier. Um, But really this whole 2005 on. And now that we're in what we're in, because when I heard, oh, there's going to be huge changes in 2020 and I was given visions, that that seems so far away. I'm like, am I ever going to be live in 2020? Of course I am. (laughs) You know, it's not that long. 
but it seems so far away. And now I see why, because the people that have worked with me over the years that are learned about their intuition or how to trust their intuition and pause and, and read the signs are actually doing quite well. Um, and I, I look and I go, yeah, because the world is going to get a lot more uncertain. There's going to be a lot more phenomena happening, a, a, you know, a lot more events and incidents. And by the way, I talk about all this and I, on a, in a very candid, uncensored way on my Patreon. Uh, just because I can't, there's a lot I can't say um, now, especially the podcasts are we're migrating them uh, to YouTube also because um, I've actually got <laughs> censored and I, I don't, you know, I don't have millions of dollars to uh, legally fight that kind of battle and, I, and it's not something that is appealing to me anyway. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it, it, the world, I mean, it, it's already changed but, you know, there are these signposts, there are these ways of navigating through this. And I, I always say, we're like, we're, the training wheels are coming off into being more soul-centered but by really letting your higher self lead, that navigational aspect of your being and living more from the soul. So if you're feeling blocked or delayed and stuff, it can, it can also be because not only a better way is being created, a more soul-attuned way, you know, a heart-centered way for you, you know, soul-aligned, heart-attuned, but the navigational system of the ego, of the uh, avatar, is losing its grip. And this is why you're going to see, especially 20, mid to end of 20, starting mid-2024 and definitely into 2025, uh, you're going to see a lot of power struggles, a lot of control issues coming up. And, I mean, it's meant to be to get to the other side of all this, uh, whether individually or with groups or companies or organizations or governments. A lot of the stuff is already in play, is already happening. Um, you know, even whole cities being, you know, smart cities and, and all that, all that that's going to entail. Um you know, as far as the tracking, and I didn't even have a name for it when I was channeling in 2017 about this. And then late, the last couple of years, some people who heard my channeling said um, some people are calling these smart cities. Um, yeah, but they're going to be like jails. So, you know, it's like the guides called it, you know, utopian prison. So that that's something very interesting to ask yourself what is really important to you. Some people don't mind the amenities and 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 the one upmanship. Like I have this, I have more of this, I've done this, I have this much, you know, digital currency or Bitcoin or money or whatever it is, or this much art or I could do this. But living very confined. So it's going to be an interesting time, and the better that you know yourself on a soul level what's really important to you, you'll be able to navigate through the erasing of history, the great forgetting. Because the next level of the awakening, which is not going to happen until about 2050, um, maybe a little later, but it is the the remembering those that remembered those that hid things and wrote things down and you know those um 
those people are going to in a way we are in that Kali Yuga and we you know we've had guests on the on the on this podcast Kaipacha has talked about this amazing astrologer Robert Wilkinson also another great astrologer they've talked about this time we be very aware you know we are in the destruction mode we're not yet in the even though we're building up here and there it's like a bridge you don't if you're making a bridge you don't blow up the whole bridge because you still have to use part of the old structure. But we are in the Kali Yuga. We are in the destruction phase. We're not yet in the building up phase. And that phase of renewal and an amazing Lemurian, Atlantean, you know, Shambhala heaven on earth, you know, is not for a while. So if you kind of know that, that can help you make certain decisions and in many ways we are like we're seeds of the future we are like that saying that says i'm so badly paraphrasing and i read it somewhere years ago and i said my god that's what we are as star seeds and and light workers Um, when you plant a tree you may not see that tree like there are people that buy you know trees i don't know 500 a thousand two thousand whatever it is a seedling because an area needs trees that person that's buying that tree and it's getting seeded, even if it's a little sprout or seedling, is not going to see the full abundance of that tree in their lifetime or maybe towards the end of their chronological earth time, if that, depending on. But to see it in like a big oak tree or redwood, you know, they're not going to see that. So a lot of what we're doing as starseeds, as lightworkers, is for those that come after us or if you decide to come back around, <laughs> it's up to you. Um, so, you know, kind of knowing that, that's why the, a lot of indigenous cultures and in the Native American tradition, it said seven generations. And, and people of wealth, it means, look at three generations minimum out, three to seven generations. They're looking at not their prog- just their progeny, immediate progeny or children. They're looking at their children's chil- their children children's children and the children's children right so it is this time to kind of pick up the mantle and say okay even if this is not for me i'm cultivating this i mean it's a deeper sense of purpose understanding that you are the seed of the new and the seed of the old is within you so a lot of you are bridgers the seed of the old is in you and also the seed of the new all right, let's get to callers. Let's see who is in the chat chat. Anybody? Hi. Uh, yes, I am recording, Jody. Hi, Michelle. Are you recording classes? I have my mom staying with me a few weeks, and I don't think I'll have time to myself. Oh, we'll see if you can make time. It's an hour and a half. Jay, Jody. <laughs> but if not, yes, it's recorded. We do that. Um and you'll be able to do it multiple times. Okay, let's get callers 347, putting in the trap 5395122. And then if you have a question or a comment, please press 1 on your keypad. See, anything else I wanted to say? Oh, yeah, thank you. Okay, real quick. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Those of you that have been leaving those lovely five-star reviews, even some of you had some beautiful appreciation comments on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts, I really appreciate that. 
And for those of you that have recently subscribed to my Soul Insights in Tarot on YouTube, as well as Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube, thank you very much. Um, I did, some of you, I did, uh, when you commented, I, I did comment back. I'm a little behind on commenting on Awakenings with Michelle Mache, but uh, Soul Insights in Tarot, I usually do uh, more frequently because I'm uploading. So anyway, just wanted to thank all of you because some of you said you are also Awakenings listeners. And I just want you to know how much that is appreciated. I'm going to have some other ways that pe- how people can um, share their, um, you know, their appreciation, I guess I would say. Because it's really important, you know, as channelers, content creators, artists, whatever, anybody, anybody wants to um, have that acknowledgement and appreciation. It goes a long, long way. All right, let's get to callers, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. Hi, you're on air. I can hear me in the background, so you're definitely on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Oops, we've got two. Okay. Hello. I'll come back. Hello. Hello, hello. Maria, I can Hi. tell it's your voice. Hello. I know, I know, I know. to me. It's for you. Yes. Yay. How are you? Is your daughter with you today? I'm doing well. Is your daughter with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Tell her I said hello <laughs> when you get a you chance. Say hello. Hi. You want to talk Hi. to her? No. Sure. Uh, I got a, I got a, a question. It's really important. Okay. I love okay. very much. You should tell me whatever you feel. You think Ben is going to get money from the insurance for me? It, are you going to get some money from what now? I can't hear. The guy who take care of my, my stop for the insurance, the name is Ben. You think he's going to win, he's going to get money? Are you going to get some money for, what is it? Let's see. For the insurance. Is this for insurance? Is this for the insurance? Yes. Insurance. Okay. It's Ben. Listen, well, I, I put my daughter. Insurance. I put my daughter on the phone. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. And then at the end, I'm gonna say, "I love you." I say, "Hello oh. again." Hello. I wanna... okay. okay. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for taking my mom's call. Um, yes, she's, she talks about you. She's like, Michelle's wonderful. <laughs> Michelle's ah. on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we looking at here? Um, she has an insurance issue she's been dealing with, um, and she wants to know if the person who's helping her out like the adjuster, um, a public adjuster, I believe is the title, if they'll okay. um, help her out. His name is Ben. 
Um, okay, Ben. Or if she should go also with a lawyer on it, or if Ben could handle it on his own. Mm, I kind of get a lawyer. I hate to say that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, have, has this been going on for a while? Since April, yes. That's what I feel like, yeah. Um, yeah. She may not, let's see, what's this? I was talking to I think to I told that to her before. Yeah, what'd they say? Her name is Simone. I was, I was talking to her about the um, aspect of the, because the, it's because a solar panel company is also involved. And I talked to her about that aspect, but I don't know if I should bring out the insurance aspect to bring her on to that piece of it as well. Yeah, because I feel the insurance company, I don't know if they don't want to pay out. Are they they're, Are they supposed to pay something? Because I, I feel like they're a little bit run around. I feel like it should have yes. been... It should have been done sooner is what I'm hearing. Yes. So yeah. I feel that if there was a letter stating, because it does show she should get some kind of money. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing insurance money coming from her. So there there should be something, um, you know, with, with some of these cases or whatever's going on. But, yeah, I feel like you're going to need um, – Yeah, gonna gonna need um, some additional help. So I'll ask this woman, this lady Simone, for okay. for that additional help. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. And big hug. Oh. It's always great to hear your voice and her voice. Same. Yes. God bless you. I uh, you, th- you too. Hello? Yes. Hello? 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 Uh, you think yeah, I'm going to get a receiver from the, the guy, the name I keep for my kitchen? I'm going to give it to me to receive. Yeah, uh, yes, but talk to your daughter with what I said. I, I feel like you're going to have to get extra help, maybe even an attorney, to, to look at this because I feel like it should have been resolved already. I'm getting there just putting it to the side, not really. I, I feel like they don't want to pay or they don't want to pay out as much. So yeah, you might have to have somebody help you to negotiate is, is what I'm seeing. Yeah, my, uh, this is somebody money. else they did in my kitchen. Yeah, they have to have some help. They want to see the receiver. And the guy, I think he don't want to give it to me every time I pay. They cost me so much money. Then when they give me the receiver, they say today, tomorrow, and never give it to me. I don't know why. Yeah, that's one time sometimes you have to, well, because sometimes people just, they don't think they have to do it. They give you the runaround. Okay, you and your daughter, keep me posted as to how all goes. God bless you and big hug. Thank you. Thank you very, very, very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Okay, five one four. You're on air. I'll. Uh, whoops. Hello. Hi. You're, yeah, there we go. Oh, hi, hi. You're on air. Hi. This is hi, Michelle. It's Mitchie. How are you? Hey, Mitchie. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just. It's been a kind of an interesting morning. 
Yeah. What's going on? I missed the intro. I missed. Um, oh, well, that was fine. I was usually... just blabbing on about because I, I was in the middle. I have an appointment with my tax accountant tomorrow, and and some. I guess I put my files in the wrong share folder. <laughs> they couldn't access, so they were in the middle. Different people were texting me, calling me. Um, I didn't get all the info uh, for the podcast. Yeah, it was just all this stuff, and then I'm like, I stopped in the middle of the of the living room, and I took a breath, and I said, get your coffee that you made that's so special that you made it because you found a really illy. I had my illy espresso, the cortada, mm, half espresso, half. But, yeah, well, this time, usually I do decaf, but this now I'm doing a little every now and then caffeinated, so... And I just got that, and I just sat down, and I said, okay, I'll just center myself and do what I need to do. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. So how are you? sometimes, yeah, I'm well. I'm well, thank you. Sometimes things get crazy, but uh, that's you say. We just have to ground ourselves, center ourselves, and then all of a yes. sudden it all comes, calms down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yes. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um you know, the thing is, I wanted my question today to you was, uh, should I move to Florida? Now, before you answer, I remember uh, you did a personal reading for me last year, and you told me where I was moving to, moving? where I am now. Yeah, well, first, before that, where, where I am now, I moved last year. And oh, I remember you telling okay. me last year. I moved last year, yes. And I remember last year you telling me this is like a layover stop or something like that you said about this is a temporary place, sort of. That's kind of what you said. Now, now I'm like, in my mind when you said that, I said, okay, I guess that's what's coming through. But I'm like, no, this is, in my mind I thought I'm just where I'm staying forever. But then now I'm having thoughts. I'm thinking about moving to Florida uh, because see, that's where my family is. But it was exactly <laughs> It's crazy. Even this move that I made, even the move that I made last year, you had told me the year before <laughs> that I was going to make that move. So that's why I'm asking again this time, should I, and I'm not one of those people who likes to move so much. I'm a, I'm a Capricorn. I'm very grounded. I like to be where I am, whatever. But I feel like I'm, I'm kind of thinking about moving to Florida because of where my family is. My, my mom, my brother, my dad is there. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they're there, and I feel like my, you know, my mom is getting older, and I kind of want to be near her. I um, think the warm weather. I feel like, you know, a lot of people are going to be moving. That's why I'm I'm structuring, you know, the courses, classes that I'm doing, like between now and, you know, beginning of the year, somewhere January to March. Um, there's going to be mm-hmm. – I. I predicted this in Patreon, one of the, the videos, like, there's going to be another mass exodus that's coming in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. And you're going to mm-hmm. see housing, a lot more houses available. It is going to turn into a buyer's market. There, because people are going to be leaving mm-hmm. and also people that bought multiple homes are going to be getting rid of homes. A lot of people are going to be downsizing, mm-hmm. like I don't need all this stuff and junk and I don't need the, the whatever it is, whatever they don't need. Maybe some people need mm-hmm. a big house and a smaller yard. Some people need a big yard and smaller house. Maybe some people go apartment or a boat. I don't know, whatever. But you're going to see a lot of people, a lot of moving and movement and relocating. Um, so it's, it looks like you're fitting mm-hmm. into that um, that cycle. 
Mm. Wow. Moving. Okay. And I remember you well, saying part, this. I remember you saying this I even say, on the show a few years. Like you said it on the show too. I think it was about two years ago or something. You were saying you'll see people moving, you know, big city to small town or small town to big city. You oh, know, well, here it comes. And That's like, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I wish I was more organized or had someone to help me because I, I hear things. Like you're telling me that, and I'm like, I guess I did say that. I mean, I was listening to a pick a call for August, and I went back because I, I, sometimes mm-hmm. I have the time stamps wrong, so it's Sometimes I'll go back and I'll watch. Sometimes I watch for my own messages, too. And then I'm doing mm-hmm. multitasking, doing something else, and all of a sudden I hear me predicting about people in the news in August, around the full moon, the rainstorms, there's going to be flooding, there's going to be uncharacteristic. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that just happened. Mm-hmm. And I re-listened to it, mm-hmm. and I sent it to And my friend is like, this is what you need to post. You, you never post. And, and I'm like, yeah. Because and I got to go back and edit it, find it. I go. I never remember what I've said. So yeah. So if you're following, because it's coming it through is, you. It's coming through exactly. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's for mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go. Oh, I need to yes. hear this too. You know what? But when you, you when you do your readings on YouTube, I sense that. I'm like, oh, I think this one's for her right here. This is where she's falling oh, into. I, I kind of sense that's that with very telling. <laughs> yes. Some some are yeah some are some are like one day I was so it was one of the weeklies and I because I love the cards I so wanted it to be for me and none of them were I went through each one and I'm like no <laughs> no no and then the the next the next round the next week I picked I picked one and I went oh damn that is for me it was like mm-hmm. yeah you need to hear this girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mitzi, you're in this yeah. redirection of energy, and so there's a lot of energy. That's why we're going to be doing this Akashic clearing because right now there's so much mm-hmm. movability, mobility right now that a lot can be moved etherically, esoterically mm-hmm. within the spirit realm because it's setting up moves and changes on the earth plane. So it doesn't <clears throat> surprise me that you're thinking this and it sounds like it's fitting in with your value of, Hey, I want to be closer to family. I do. And, and, you know, um, the other aspect I want to think about that I'm, well, that I'm weighing on that scale is, you know, my kids, is it going to be the best place for them to be at their best, to be, to be successful, to be happy. I have three boys, um, you know, I want them also to be well and, you know, fulfilled and over there too and, and feel good, you know, like I, like I, where I am right now, I don't think that they have the best opportunities. No, it's a I'm good just going to say, it's, not the it's best. a good place, but yeah, I feel like they need some, I feel mind expansion, but I also feel room to roam or to grow. So I don't know if they've out, if it's like literally physical space or it's the headspace of where they're at. They're not getting the stimuli. Um, I would say that's One of them or both of them, would I feel, could do well with after school or uh, enhancement programs with, like, um, computer, maybe even computer art or generated. One of them is very, I don't know if it's mechanical or (laughs) engineering or whatever. I I feel like they need their – they – like, 
that whole realm, so a program of that would be amazing for them. And that wouldn't be where I'm at. I feel like that would be over there in Florida. And Florida is the last place I kind of thought about going ever because, <laughs> not because, I mean, my family's there, yes, this is why I'm going there. Yes, I want to be closer to family, but I'm not necessarily, it's not one of my favorite places. I think it's great. I like it. But, like, I would rather right. go to Vegas, for example. Or, But um, but Florida is not the place I, I, I ever thought. But then it came to me, you know what, because actually, and actually one of my best friends is moving there. And that's well, see, and we see, it's went lining to Florida up. together. This is yes. what I'm seeing. <laughs> see, these are the ways. Oh, I'm telling you guys, uh, that's why I, I'm t- I, I, Okay, I'm I am do I'm putting something together towards the end of the year of how to read the signs because it's going to it yes. really is by when you when you keep seeing things or your friend is moving, your best friend or you're see, even yes. see, you keep seeing ads um I remember the second time I moved to England, I stayed there for 3 years. I um I literally saw, which we hardly ever see in the United States, I saw one or two cars that must have been imported from Europe because they, they were, uh, you know, on the right, they were for driving on the <clears throat> left side, so they were on the right side. Yes. And then one day I'm contemplating, should I go? And then right in front of me is a car, mm. something to like, mm. that had mm. a, an English mm-hmm. license plate. Yeah, I mean, it got ridiculous. Yes. And you know what? I play with it. I'll say, Send me more signs. I want more signs. I want at least yes. three yes. Five yes. to five. And then, the, boy, the yes. universe, God, your higher self, whatever, the whole shebanging will send you signs. Keep sending you signs. And you're like, yes. okay. Yes. Okay, I got it. Okay, I got it. You're like, yeah, I got it. I got it. You got but it. Yes. You know what I mean? You're telling the universe, like, I got it. I got it. Yeah. But then, you see, okay, so my best friend, I'm not, I have four best friends, and she's one of them. And a lot of times, you know, we give each other opinions about, okay, you know, try this, try that. And then we'll all, automatically, if one of us says do something, we'll do it because we're like, well, yeah, that's a good idea. But, right. but at the same time, I'm not someone, I'm not a follower necessarily. None of us are. We just value each other's opinions. But when she said, I, we're going to move there, and then we went to Florida this summer together, her and her family and me and my kids, we mm-hmm. went. We went together, and it kind of like, I felt like, wow, I really like being here. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, yeah, this, I want to be. She decided exactly where in Florida she wanted to be by going to that trip. She's like, I want to be in Orlando. So then I thought, you know what? Yeah, I think I need to be here too. It kind of, mm. it kind of uh, catapulted, you know what I mean? It kind of um, made me more uh, sure, kind of a little bit more sure about it. And then recently on one of my flights, a passenger came on and said, I need to have Wi-Fi, I need to make sure because, you know what? There's a game. I can't miss the Miami Dolphins game. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Really? Miami Dolphins? See, all of those things, <laughs> you know. and, this, this, and this is why <laughs> uh, resonance is so important, even more important than uh, law of magnetic attraction or what people – because the resonance yes. will show you where you need to go, right? So you're in resonance, and so you're getting the signs. So, Mitzi, and I'm going to yes. throw it back at you, because you, you said things come through mm-hmm. me. Yes, it comes through everyone. So we're yes. not necessarily following do, people, yeah. right? It's no. like even though if she's no, moving, no. you're not necessarily following her if she's reflecting no. something for you, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Very much so. She's, she's like a sister, and I know 
like, and this is, uh, for her, it's a whole, like, she's totally aligned with where she needs to be because it was since in our 20s, she's like, I one day I'm going to move to Florida, I'm going to buy homes. And so this is exactly what's happening. So it's, it's really good. She's aligned. She's finally aligned, and I'm really happy for her because it took her a lot to be aligned with that purpose. So that's perfect. And then here it comes, and I'm like, I saw my mother there. We spent three weeks, and I thought, I need to be closer to her, but I also wanted to be good for my boys. And, you know, there, I mean, okay, I'm Canadian. A lot of times, unless unless your people are high-level narcissism, usually what you choose is good for your kids. You know, if you have an awareness, Mm, usually what people choose, and you know your children, and if you already see what's happening where they are, you know, I would say you're higher consciousness. So you you would know, you know, that what's making you happy and what are the opportunities. But, yeah, it's, I don't know, it looks good. And if I already said it, which we call the virgin, one of my (laughs) teachers called it the virgin reading before you, anybody ask Mm -hmm. anything. That's why I kind of like to play that game. Yeah, that's why I... I tune in ahead of time when people call me, you know, for sessions, private sessions, because it's mm. fun for me. Like, what what am I going to get? And it's also fun for me because mm. sometimes I sit down and I'm like, am I even going to get anything? What if nothing comes out? What if I get no message? <laughs> you know, wait a minute. You still think that? You? Oh, Michelle? yes. Because, oh, my God. I'm so proud. Oh, yes, because it's a blank <laughs> slate. And sometimes, sometimes I've had people call and nothing's coming out. I'm like, what the heck? Mm. And then one thing happens, a question, and it's like the floodgates. I'm like, blah, 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 and it all starts coming out. Or sometimes people, mm. this I'd love too, they'll call and, they're, and I start, they're like, oh, should I go first or do you want to ask? Or do you? And I'll say, oh, I don't know. I'll, oh, you go first. And they'll say, well, I don't know. And I'll say, okay, let me see what I got. And I I'll read what I got beforehand. They're like, oh, my God, it's all the questions I had. Who knows how it goes? Mm. I just think it's it's spirit or God's way of just keeping you on your toes, keeping it fun. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so you are in, I'm in it constantly like, you know, well, I hope, I hope something comes through. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, you know, because when I do readings for people, too, it's the same thing. I'm like, what if nothing comes through? And then, and then sometimes I'm like, okay, nothing is coming through. And then all of a sudden I'll start talking or they'll be like, I'll say a word. And then they'll be like one time I said a word and then uh, this was at work, but the, the, the call bell came on. Bing! It, it kind of confirmed what I was saying. It was weird, but I, but I thought, oh, God, I, nothing was coming through. But then when I said the word and that bell came on at the same time to validate it, it was, it was just like, okay, now I know. Okay, now, now it's coming through that way. But, like, yeah. I feel like you sometimes, uh, what if something, what if yeah. nothing comes through? We all feel that. <laughs> That's mean, why a lot of times me, I'll say, after the you know ask a question that primes the pump you know and then the conversation and then yes you, you then you start getting more and more in resonance with that person and everybody's different sometimes it happens yes. immediately or mm-hmm. happens before the session sometimes people yes. it happens it, they have to ask something you know Days just before depends. sometimes oh i get a lot yeah. yeah especially the people that i work with on a regular yeah. basis they are always coming in with this this information or that. Okay, Mitzi, keep us posted. I'm going to go to the next oh, caller. Yes. But, um, yes, yes I could talk to you forever. Okay, happening. well, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you so much, Michelle. Bye. Welcome. Bye. 
Hi, you're on air. Ah, Michelle, it's Sunray. Hey, Sunray, hi. How, can you hear me? How things? I can now. You're look teeny low, but now I hear you better. Okay, see, I am fantastic. I just on and uh, say a shout out to the Soul Path Patreon community um, on oh. Instagram uh, for all the support and. Uh, just like with my situation, having uh, been thrown around with the universe, not having a place to live, and then now having a place to live, um, and the support that I got from the community that you created. Oh, gosh. Oh, that makes me so happy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I am so... T- I, so tell me what was... Because I don't... I click on there I don't most of the time I don't read anything unless I have like a something I'm posting or like a because it's really the, for the community do you want to mm-hmm. share what happened or anything that you want to share yeah about? so I, I think I kind of mentioned this to you about a year ago I've just experienced uh, housing insecurities um, mm-hmm. especially since getting laid off last year around this time actually a year ago um, probably to a month anyway um so lost my place and then was moving around a lot. Um, I think I even asked you, I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? You're like, I don't see much stability right now, but you will be stable eventually towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Now here we are. We're at the end of the year. And um, well, almost. I don't know. I was just <laughs> we're, kind of, we're yeah, all, almost. <laughs> we're almost, yeah, not yet, but yeah, almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but um, I actually reached out to the very uh, – I reached out to this apartment complex I first moved into almost 10 years ago um, when I first mm-hmm. moved to Portland, and they got back to me, and it was a miracle. Um, everything went smooth. They, he said, I don't know how you got approved for the lowest rate of deposit, and we're going to waive this fee and this fee and this fee. And I just had been worried because I, right now, um, also financially in a, in a pickle. So it was the spirit. I was just kind of letting spirit guide me and, uh, and just praying and being like, okay, I really need a place. It would be full circle to come back to the uh, same apartment complex that I moved into. And then it all worked out. And I moved in and I signed my paperwork yesterday. I'm actually in my storage space right now trying to figure out what to do with my stuff now um but yeah so I moved back into uh the same apartment complex and I was looking for signs like you'd mentioned yesterday I was like oh my gosh like when am I going to move in how is this going to happen I mean two or three days ago I didn't think I was going to be moving into where I'm at now but I kept seeing these signs like future shock, future vision, future dreams, like all these signs everywhere around the street. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what the future is going to hold and if it's going to be my dreams and going to bring me shock and joy and literally all of those things. Um, I am in shock that this happened, and uh, I am feeling very grateful for the opportunity to come back. Um, So... This is very serendipitous, special, magical, and incredible, epic. Yeah, I'm putting it in the chat um, in caps. But we've been talking about this in uh, the um, 
Soul Path Journeyer uh, Metaphysics and Spiritualism Salon, this whole full circle, and you just mentioned it, and that's one of the things that's happening uh, right now as many things are coming back around. And I'll just share a little bit about this with resonance. And part of what's happening is areas that we missed or we didn't get to complete something, um, we're going back around to that in a different way, uh, you know, not mm-hmm. exactly the same resonance, but enough resonance to bring us full circle to something. And that mm-hmm. what's, whatever is there is going to be um, helping us to catapult forward. Um, mm-hmm. So that doesn't, doesn't surprise Sue. I put it in the chat for you, full circle. And Sue yeah. was the one that brought it up. She named it. She talked about an experience, and then someone else in the Patreon group uh, chimed uh-huh. in and gave their experience, and then Sue said full circle. And then we all started having these full circle experiences. We started seeing the, word, the, the two words, a phrase full circle. I even, when I was shopping, I went to go buy these potholders for a friend of mine, and when uh-huh. I got, I was looking at them on the tag, this is the same day as our metaphysical uh, group, I look at the tag uh-huh. and it says full circle. Wow. And I'm like, I wow. got to buy this now. Now, yeah. a couple of days ago, or like a week ago, I don't know, when do we have our group? We meet monthly, so it must have been a week after, okay. so August, it was like around August 12th. I have had these glo- these gloves for doing dishes, like, for um, uh-huh. they're very fashionable. They got a little cuff. <laughs> they're okay. Kind of cute. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. So I thought I and I hardly ever use them because I it's like I'm like okay you should protect your nails but I usually just wash dishes really quickly and don't put them on but this time I thought of putting them on and I was like daydreaming about something and I and I said in my head oh my god things are coming back around it really is full circle I kid you not I when I took the gloves off. I put them down, the tag popped out, and it said full circle. Wow, wow. It's kind and so of I took like, a picture and like sent it to people on Patreon. Hmm? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of like that scene from um, Interstellar, like the 5D where um, he's, like, in this, like, realm that the light beings created for, um, what's his name, Matthew McConaughey, that kind of, uh, communicate with the 3D realm from a different time oh, period. Yeah. I don't know if well, you've ever what, seen it. It's I did. I'm going to rewatch it because it's been so long. But yeah, that's. I'm telling you guys where we are going. You're going to see your ET self and your star brothers. And I mean, I'm telling you where the, the veil is so thin right now that these kinds of situations i mean we're literally and some of you have heard me talk about this when i was channeling where like when i was in england and i was holding onto that pole in the in the bus you know you hold on the pole and it dematerialized mm-hmm. and so did the people and then i had a couple other situations where that happened the de- dematerializing of um the street that's going to happen we are literally in that process of becoming more our accessing more of our light body, you know, accessing, creating from the Merkaba. So all these kinds of signs are, you know, 
they're getting more and more. They're getting more and more. Mm-hmm. They're stronger and more repetitive. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I feel that very much. I'm that. I mean, that resonance is definitely a part of it, and just kind of going with that. There's these birds that fly um, and roost uh, in Portland every once in a while. They're called swifts, and um, they migrate and then they go into a chimney. And uh, I went to go see them this past week, and this group of people were like, oh, I wonder who, like, decides, like, of the group of birds, who decides when to go into the chimney or, like, how they're, like, dancing and flowing in the air. And I uh, was thinking to myself, like, answering that question, but I answered it to myself. Is it m- made sense, kind of, what you talk about, about resonance. And the birds, when they're moving, they're following resonance as they move together. Yes. And they are single consciousnesses or strings of a conscious uh, being, but as they move together, they are following that resonance. And when they, they know how to go into the chimney through a natural instinct of that resonance. So I have kind of expanded that into my own life. And in my experience of moving through the day-to-day, the mundane, um, kind of like those birds, not really paying attention, just kind of uh, being aware of what's going on, but feeling and following the resonance and trusting that spirit is guiding me towards the right direction yep. and knowing the resonance that I'm not is alone. The, is the soul. That's if you people are following the resonance, that is the the way the soul moves, evolves, grows. Uh, speaking of birds, yeah. I had a situation. I think I talked about it on the podcast. I've had lately a lot of animals, and I'm near the beach. Now, mind you, when I lived in Encinitas, I had hawks, mm-hmm. I had owls. I mean, it's just a little, it's more rural where I am than where I am now uh, mm-hmm. in the marina. Um, but the other night, I'm watching something on YouTube, and I hear, and I'm like, that's an owl in my yard. And then I'm like, no, there's no owls here. But then I'm like, but it's not a morning dove because morning doves aren't at late at mm. night, like 11. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then it hooted again a few times. And I'm like, my God, there's an owl. Get this. my A friend of mine who I've known since middle school, since age 14 actually, I'm telling her we're, get, we're going to this lucid dreaming event in Malibu, we're talking, and I said, oh, my God, you never guess what happened. And I shared with her, her mouth dropped, and she goes, you heard an owl. And I go, yeah, how'd you know? She goes, it happened to me, and I thought it was a morning dove. And I said, so did I, but I know it wasn't. Either the same day or right around the same time frame, because we were trying to, because I had texted another friend, so I was scrolling through text trying to see what day it was this night. She had the owl come to her, too. Mm. So sunrise. Was she living in a different a, area? A different area and more city. She's in more city. I'm in like in a little oh. more enclave, more low-key area. She's in the a part of the city. Yes, and the owl came what? to her. And she was oh watching TV. Oh, my God. Yes. That's what I, she was oh. like. I couldn't believe it. She, I know. And I'm like, okay, something's going on here. Yeah, so like what you're saying, the birds. Here's how I know, too. This is some of my shamanic training. Every time mm-hmm. there have been a lot of activation of animals, mm-hmm. and especially bird beings, we are up for a huge change. So I'm just telling people, get on ready. Mm-hmm. Because they, it's, and it's not just 
nature changes, like, oh, we're going to have an earthquake or volcano. I mean, there's a lot of that going on, flooding, rivers. And you can look at the astrology, and it shows all of that, too. So, yes, there's going to be a lot more climactic changes and upheavals. But birds also sense our changes, especially people seeing a lot of crows. That mm. pretends change, and crows have to do with pay attention to the signs. So to your mm. point, of, I can't remember that name, like a synchronization or whatever it's called. There's a special name, like you said, with the birds. They're more of a unison. I feel the bird beings, the animal beings, are trying to rope us in because they're aspects of us, we're aspects of them, for us to pay attention for this redirection of energy. So, yeah. Senway, we always the... dive in, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you oh, my gosh. Oh, maybe I'll i got to see if the guest the is coming in. Okay, no guest yet. <laughs> they're not, I don't, I don't uh, see them may, on maybe air Maybe I'll yet. be your guest in the future. Yes, well, you always are. You're a guest here anytime. You're part of the family. You're part of the fam. Oh, yes, Michelle. Oh, I'm so happy to be a part of the family, and I love you so much. And I just, you're, uh, I mean, gosh, I don't even know where to start. It would, it's uh, so many words I can say. Um, Thank you. I receive that and feel that. I love you so much, and I talk to you soon. Okay, big hug, much peace. Yeah, big hug. Bye. Yeah. Hi, you're on air. Hi, you're on air. Hello, Uh, this is Liz from Chicago. Liz. Yeah, Liz. Hi, Liz. Welcome. What's your question? Hi. Thank you. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Um, what? Uh, you might see for a move coming up for me. I've been looking for nearly six months for a place I've been in. I'm in a temporary living situation now. Okay, let's see here. It's coming up for Liz temporarily. Okay, you definitely are moving someplace more stable. Not just mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> I just asked. Um, Mm-hmm. I'm going to say after the first of the year, look for something more stable, either time of Aquarius or Pisces, so February, um, end of January, mm-hmm. February, March, that time period. Um, and it's a place where you can do what you need to do, whatever that means, mm-hmm. a place of healing, mm-hmm. okay. something you need to do. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that's what I'm getting for you. Keep us posted, Liz. And just kind of, All right, we'll kind do. of focus on relax. It's going to happen right now. And then mm-hmm. just, yeah, you're you're going to find a, I think there's going to be a lot of either grass or foliage or little or, or little nook. There's some area, like a, like a garden, either mm. a deck or a garden. But there's some place where you're going to be spending a lot of time outdoors, you know, or you could look at the outdoors, mm-hmm. maybe like a sliding glass door with a table where you're, you're going to be doing mm-hmm. a lot right there. So you are going to find that sweet spot, that sacred place that you want. Excellent. Yeah. All right. yeah perfect. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Oh, there we go. There's your confirmation. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> Thank you. All right, gang, it's time for our Awakening Dialogue. We have Art Geyser with us today. He... 
focuses on NLP and energetic NLP, so uh, working with the unconscious aspects of our being. So let's connect in with him. Hi, Art. Well, hi. Really happy to be here. And I have to say that the guest who was talking about synchronicity, um, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of owls lately. And <gasps> we, have we do you? have owls. What? Yeah, we have owls in my neighborhood, but they've been every night in several of them. Uh, so that was funny. And, and in my work, one of the things we really set as a goal is more um, delightful synchronicities like she had with a I forgot what it was. It's at full circle. But um, oh, interesting. See, the get it always happens that way. So, what do you, any thoughts on that? Because that's um, like I said, where I live. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not here. We even had parrots, wild parrots, at one point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the neighborhood. But I've noticed more animal being, bird being, activity. Um, I even had like a little bunnies, wild somebody, some kind mm. of little the white fluffy tail bunny uh and then the owl so of course wisdom when did you see the owl or have more owl activity recently oh yeah it's been every night for at least a week <laughs> and oh you know i would hear them occasionally but not not like every night and and then i was out on my deck um leading a, a, a you know virtual program and this hummingbird came and he landed like about four feet away from me and, and just stared at me and then he flew over my right hand and just hovered there and stared at me for a little bit and then left so that and that was just uh, about a week you know five or six days ago so i have noticed a lot of activity okay all right i love hearing that that's uh confirmation and yeah synchronicity that that uh change mm-hmm. is afoot you know and I remember one of my uh, trainings, one of the people were saying with the owls, like, in a way, the who, who is also who's there, or hey, you, or who, who, who's there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, a, it, it, it's kind of like a little bit of a, well, they do wake you up if you like sleeper. Right. So kind <laughs> of like, right, a little bit of a, a little bit of a wake up call there. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Ah, so Art, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I do myself hypnotherapist and trained in some NLP, so I know a little bit about that. Um, but I'd love to hear uh, your take on NLP and uh, everything else that you do also. Um, and then the idea of the energetic NLP, because I agree, I mean, even though NLP does work energetically, I know a lot of trainers and practitioners of it, it's, it becomes very mental. So it sounds like yours mm-hmm. has a, di- a bit of a different um, focus. So if you can go into that, that'd be great. Oh, thank you. And energetic NLP, uh, NLP is a big part of energetic NLP, but it's one part. So I combine mm. it with spiritual principles, healing and transformative energy work, psychic development, channeling, and uh, put all of that mm. together. And for people who don't know what NLP is, they've heard of the most famous person in the field who's Tony Robbins. And mm-hmm. now he has his own, you know, rah-rah, high-energy way he does things. But the core of his ability to transform people's lives, it comes from NLP. In fact, when, yeah. I, when I hear him online, um, I, I laugh. We 
I think he started about a year before I did. Yeah, much better marketer. <laughs> no, I mean, he's helped a ton of people. Well, but, um, don't get me started because, he, yeah, and he said he would Bandler and Grindler did their PR, their market, and took all their, their stuff from them, from Bandler and Grindler. So are you oh, near, yeah. were you yeah. near San Diego County? Yeah, because I, there's a whole scuttlebutt about him and where he got, yeah, he's a base, basically a marketer and PR person and then realized, oh, I can make a lot of money by doing this. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and I, I used to have a lot more judgments about him, but I've met enough people that he helped. So that it's mm, like, okay, okay. You know, he helps people. Okay. And, um, you know, he's not my My only style. thing I wish he would have done, <laughs> yeah, not mine either. The only thing that I wish he would have done was say where he actually, how he started and where he got his oh, yeah. information. That's my thing. That's I, you, I just always feel like you oh, just, yeah props to your teachers and where you got it because he makes it seem like he came up with all this and yeah well, but anyway i digress did. i mean he, he he definitely implied he developed it all and then a few years later he finally came around i think under pressure but oh he um, did oh good okay well he well he, he admits it and now and no he has a little different version of integrity than i i have some problems with him but at the same time i've met a ton of people that he's enhance their lives. That he so. has helped. Okay. Yeah. So that, well, um, there's another resonance for us, Art. Okay, let's. I, I digress. Yeah. I just had to put the two cents in. Because yeah. uh, one of my teachers um, from NLP and hypnotherapy, when I went to hypnotherapy school, studied with Bandler and Grindler. And I, I actually saw a document. I, I, I saw this, the proof of how it all oh, happened. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we used so, to all be really ticked off about it. But like I said, I've, I've mellowed a bit. It's like, Okay, you know, he, he's... Uh, no, he and I appreciate that. He has helped people, and everybody's at a different resonance, so that's good. And then you said he now admits it, so that makes well, one me of happy. His I'll be quiet. He, he got from <laughs> one of my mentors, Leslie Cameron Bandler, and, and we gave a recording of him explaining it, and she goes, well, he explains it better than oh. I do. <laughs> okay, I like that. Okay, that makes sense. So let's but, um, talk, because but, I know it can be sometimes not well-known or misunderstood. So if you would explain it a bit, and then the energetic part, that would be yeah. um, that'd be really great. Well, you read my mind. Um, a, a lot of people think that NLP is about manipulation. Partially yes. There was a guy who years ago put all, all, all this stuff, NLP-based, like essentially how to get laid, to put it bluntly, mm-hmm. and um, didn't do much for the reputation of NLP. And what I always tell people is you can misuse anything that's powerful. You can misuse psychology, medicine. You can misuse spirituality, energy work. So NLP is not about manipulating people and anything that's powerful. I mean, there's plenty of spiritual teachers who manipulate the heck out of people. Um, But what NLP was developed for was, you know, years ago when it was developed in the 70s when they started developing it, Traditional psychology believed that you had to be in therapy for years before you could get a deep change. I mean, I remember a psychologist going, well, to really get a deep change with somebody, I'd have to work with them for at least five years. And Mm -hmm. the people who started NLP went, well, we can identify six or so therapists who get really rapid, deep changes in people. So what are they doing differently? Mm -hmm. So they started Mm -hmm. studying them and videotaping them. This was back when the video tape machine was about the size of a refrigerator. You know, and, um, <laughs> it was a it was a big deal. You know, it wasn't like pulling out your phone. 
And so the original part of NLP was like, how do you do rapid therapeutic change? Then they realized you could apply the same thing to, uh, to not necessarily therapy, but like how do you develop skills? So if somebody's really good at math or uh, art or um, uh, dancing or you know, anything, there's a way that they think that's different than most people. And, and they discovered, oh, you could teach that and transfer skills. But what NLP, the, the old definition of it, and still my favorite, is the study of the nature of subjective experience, the study of the nature of subjective mm. experience. And part of the brilliance of NLP is they went, no matter how you got the way you are, your mind has to keep recreating it. So if you have low yeah. self-esteem, your mind has to keep recreating it over and over and over again. And they go, well, let's look at how that happens. And that's partially why things could happen so rapidly is we, as we don't, we do deal with the past. I'm not, but that's not, that's not our go-to. And we look at like what's happening in the present and then what do you need to change in order for the person to uh, open up more of their full potential. And it, and it's really, really miraculous. And I've been an NLP trainer since 1985, but at the same time I was studying NLP, I was studying at Marin County which is just north of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And in Marin mm-hmm. County, if you throw a rock, you know, you hit a, a psychic, a yoga teacher, a healer. <laughs> um, That's true. So people, That's why I love that area. <laughs> oh, me too. I, I totally love it. Yeah. <laughs> and so people in my program, I'd always been interested in energy work and healing, but I, I hadn't studied it much. So they started teaching me things and introducing me to my first teachers. And I realized you could do miracles with NLP, you could do miracles with energy work and spiritual principles, and they all had different strengths and weaknesses. So I started um, uh, like an old-time alchemist going, what happens if you mix this and this and that? And that was the birth of energetic NLP. So it combined spiritual principles, NLP, healing and transformative energy work, channeling, clairvoyance, and every, a little bit of everything I've been taught. And one thing that makes it really different than most systems is there's a lot of great spiritual teachers and energy teachers and psychic development teachers out there. But one thing I, I have a little trouble with is most people tell you this is the way things are. You know, like, like they've come down from Mount Sinai with the word of God. And I, I don't believe that's true. I, I think we, everybody has a piece of a greater reality. So like when I look at chakras, you know, in the West, we typically think of them as like vortexes, often going out horizontally. In the East, they very often think of them as being in a central channel, you know, the shishumna along your spine, and they're pointing up, not out, and they have pedals. Well, those are two incredibly different models. And to me, chakras are all of that and more. And, and so in energetic NLP, we... we um, I make people take a pledge not to believe anything I tell them. And they, you know, they, they start laughing because I'll do it at the beginning of a program. And I go, I mean it. I don't want you to believe what I'm telling you. I want you to use what I'm telling you to connect with your spiritual information and your deep inner human wisdom, which will be better than what I can teach you. But what I can teach you can help you get there and stay there. So, um, you know, we, we, we keep this, I made up a term, beliefs du jour. And I'll go, people, well, this is what I believe right oh, now. Yeah. Hopefully 10 yeah. years from now, I say something better. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and I think that's very powerful. Um, 
the the malleability of our beliefs because they are just mm-hmm. constructs, right? And I think I think the more expanded in consciousness we become, the more we understand that and the more malleable that we can yes. believe something, right? And then change that belief a lot or a little, depending on either new information, whether externally or from or internally, right, from our body, our body-mind system. Um, yes. So that's yes. very powerful um, art that you're saying that. And also about for something, you know, a belief, or an idea, we have to keep reanimating it. Mm-hmm. I love what you were saying about that. Yeah, that reanimation, it's like it, 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 it dies off if we no longer focus on that or believe, believe that, whatever that perception about ourselves or belief or about how things have to be, if we don't keep animating it or giving it energy or, or creating it over and over, recreating mm-hmm. it, um, and that's what. Any thoughts on that? How to like a pattern interrupt for that? Because that I feel is a, a lot of times people are trying to get rid of the belief or shift their belief or let's say a, a, a non-life enhancing self-perception, but yet they keep recreating it. They keep animating it, giving it juice. Mm-hmm. Well, NLP uh, and energetic NLP have some incredible techniques for rapidly changing beliefs and. And you can do it from a very NLP way or an energetic way. The first step uh, when I work with somebody is, do they consciously believe it? Because if they consciously believe it, then we need to explore it. But often mm-hmm. people go, well, you know, it's not really what I think, but it's, but I know it's a belief in me. Um, and one of the parts of NLP that's magical is something called submodality. And mm-hmm. so... In NLP, they, what we call the modalities are um, you know, visual thinking, auditory thinking, kinesthetic thinking in the body. You actually can think in taste and smells and, and uh, it's like a in, in the vestibular system. In, in, yeah, in teaching yeah. or education, we call it the representational system, how you, the world is represent, uh, represented to you. So like whether auditory more or visual yep. or... Um, and also well, that learning style, right? Yeah, but that came from NLP. Mm. Um, they were the ones who... Well, that was one. I don't know. Early education. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been brought into a lot of educational systems. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody else talked about it before, but in the in the mid-70s is when they started talking about it in NLP. And, and, and um, you know, people in education started learning it. But, but oh, I didn't know that because when I got my teacher, yeah, certificate, they well, at a, a certain school that I taught at, they embraced um, alternative means, and that's the first place that I heard that. So I didn't know that that came from NLP. That's interesting, yeah, because yeah. we were one of the first private schools that was doing that, and later, I don't even oh, know. Fantastic. I, I mean, a, yeah, so I didn't know that's where it came from. Yes, and, and in fact, one of my former students is a good friend now, Olive Hickmont. She's developed whole systems around literacy and numeracy that uses NLP, energetic NLP, and, and a number of other systems. That, and she actually gives the material away. <laughs> it's great. Oh, um, I love that. But it's so important because once you introduce that, because that system, mm-hmm. you understand how your main way of learning um, 
it's game changing, you know, for people. Anyway, I interrupt you. Sorry about that. But I, that, oh, no, I just no. got excited hearing about that because that's that's um, and a lot of people still don't know about that. Do you know that art for them? Whether they're mm-hmm. you know, because most regular schools, I would say, don't integrate that unless the teacher has done no. some level of training. Unfortunately, um, no. And, and that's my friend Olive. That's in the UK. She's trying to get it into school. For, for people listening, what we're talking about is how do you represent your thoughts? And the main ways they can be mental images, they can be words or sounds or internal dialogue. They can actually be sensations in your body. So that uh, a lot of the sensations that we have in our body are actually part of thinking systems, and they can even be tastes and smells. And often people go taste and smells, and but you hear in people's language, they'll go, I don't know, that deal didn't smell right or something tasted wrong to me. And and the thing is, literally, yeah. they're not conscious of, of it, but unconsciously, that's the way they're thinking. And what we're talking about, Michelle, talking about that uh, with teachers, um, part of what we, we've been, uh, well, not we, but people before me in NLP, we're letting people know, like, some kids need to see it some kids need to kinesthetically do something. Some need to hear it in words. And that mm-hmm. um, you can pick up from a student how they need it. In fact, back in the early 80s, I ran to a friend of mine, and he was asking me about NLP, and he's a teacher. And I, I just explained representational systems to him. And he wasn't, he was one of those people who's a friend, but not like a, a close friend. And months right. later, I ran into him again, and he goes, I wanted to tell you my teaching has completely changed since you told me that. You know, I'm all, I'll realize, oh, that kid needs oh, to hear wow. it. That kid needs to move. That kid needs to see it. And he goes, it's completely, yeah. you know, taking my teaching to a whole new level. But, but this is where, are you, do you know about submodality? Because this is where it gets magical. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so submodalities that. are the distinctions within it. So like visually, color, black and white, moving still, large, small, fuzzy, clear. No, there's more, but it, it, it's, you know, it's the, 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 the subparts. If the modality is visual, submodalities are all the little components. And you're bright, dim. And what they discovered in NLP that was so friggin' brilliant is we have an unconscious coding system in our brain that we code thoughts with, and we code them in submodalities. So, and, and they can be visual, they can be auditory, they can, can be kinesthetic. And we actually, we have an internal coding system. So like when you, when you think of something you absolutely believe in, you know you absolutely believe it. You don't have to think, do I believe it? If you think of something that you have a lot of doubt about, you immediately know that. If you think about the, something that happened in the past, you know it's the past. You think about the future, you know it's the future. It turns out that everybody's developed a, an internal coding system using these submodalities. And uh, so it'd be like if, if you and I were standing maybe 100 feet away and I held up a wine bottle in one hand and a soda bottle in the other, you would know that one was a wine bottle and one was a soda bottle. You, you wouldn't know what the wine was. You wouldn't know what the soda was. But, but the shape of, of the um, bottles is a submodality. It's a code. And we immediately recognize it. Well, we have all these unconscious coding. So in NLP, you can find out how does somebody code a belief and how do they code a doubt. And then you, they can take a thought, a belief, and recode it as a doubt, and then they don't believe it. 
and you can take a doubt and recode it as a, as something you believe. As a belief. You can do it with grief. As you believe. Yeah. Yeah, and you can do it with grief. You can do it with any any kind of a thought. In fact, when I first learned this back in the 80s, uh, and, and, and that, the seven doubts, I was first learning it from a book. I hadn't learned it in the classes yet, and I'm thinking, this is really interesting. And they had a whole thing about grief. And somebody referred a, a client to me, a woman, uh, who her son had died in a fishing accident when he was 17, and, and it had been 13 years ago, and she went, I'd like to be able to think about him and not cry. I'd like to think about him and remember the good times. So we did some other work too, but the main thing we did is I found out her submodalities for acceptance and her submodalities for grief. And every time she thought of her son, it was packaged as grief. So I taught her how to repackage it as acceptance and, you know, and then love. And then after that, everybody thought I was a miracle man. <laughs> Because it, it totally, in one session, totally changed it. And and I, I was telling my friends, I was literally doing it like a cookbook. I'm remembering the steps that I had read. I mean, it's that powerful. Um, and you can do it with belief, doubt. You can do it with confusion, understanding. Uh, um, it's, it's really magical. Um, oh, another thing is we code time. So a lot of times when somebody's mm. had an accident or a trauma, when they think about it, it's coded as being in the present. So they still react to the, to the trauma or the accident. And you can teach them to recode it as the past. Uh, I'll give you an example. I, I was giving a talk, again, this is back in the 80s, and there was a woman in the audience who was wearing one of those neck braces, and she looked really uncomfortable. And I was so impressed she stayed for the whole time. And at the end, I walked up to her and I go, you know, you know clearly you're very uncomfortable. I'm just so impressed you stayed and, you know, got something out of it. And, and, uh, and I went, do you mind me asking what happened? She went, well, I was in a bicycle accident and I can't relax my neck, and, you know, and, and mm. it still really hurt. So I had, her, I realized there's clues and stuff that, that she was coding the accident still in the present. So I had her put it in the past and she relaxed mm. so quickly. She literally started falling out of her chair. <laughs> and, um, mm. Um, so some modalities are, are magical. They're just magical. And any idea why it works? Yeah. Why it uh, works so well? Yeah. Yeah. Again, if, if you come back to the nature of subjective experience, it, um, we need, like, when you think of something, you know, in the past, you need to know it was in the past and when. If, it's, if you think about the future, you need to know that without analyzing it to death. When you think of something that you absolutely believe, your mind needs to know that immediately. And it turns out our minds have this coding system that they use. Mm. And in NLP, and some of it's universal, a lot of it's individual. And in NLP, you, you learn somebody's coding system and then you can teach them how to repackage things. And, mm. you know, why, why is it that way? I don't know, but... But if you think about it, we have to have some way that we understand what our thoughts are. Mm-hmm. And, and it turns out, some medall- I mean, when, they, when I first learned about this, it was just like so mind-blowing. You know, it was the kind of thing at first, I thought, it can't be this easy. And I, I went to a stu- NLP study group, and it was kind of a new thing in NLP. And I went, 
I was reading this book. Well, obviously not that new if it was in a book, but we hadn't been taught it yet. And I go, I think this is what they're saying. And all of us changed. Like one woman was pregnant, and she had a belief. Her mother had hurt her neck when she was born, and it ended up being like a lifelong problem. And she had this belief it was going to happen to her. You know, 20 minutes mm-hmm. later, she didn't believe it anymore. And, and we went through it. Each one of us had changed a limiting belief. We're all like going, this is beyond magical, you know. Those beliefs, um, it's it's so powerful that the belief system, what we believe, or I've even found the the um, the yearning to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, I once had worked with a woman that she something about smoking and she hated smoking, hated cigarettes, but she had tried so much to bond with her mother mm. that, mm-hmm. yeah, she started smoking and it would get her nauseous and get her, and, you know, when we uncovered, it was her way of connecting in with her mother. And, I mean, just imagine that motivation. I mean, I guess it just shows our intention is so strong for that connection or whether it has to do with a belief or mm-hmm. that con- wanting that connection or love or appreciation, um, that it was making her do st- something that she d- detested and hated, but yet it, but it also kind of brought her closer to her mom, you know, and so she had to find out, you know, figure out a different way of bonding. But um, Well, by the way, that, and, you know, uh, tell years me, ago I did some work, with, with groups of, of people who want to quit smoking and that's really common for smokers. It's well, you know, being grown up, being independent mm. are, are big themes, but for a lot of people use it for bonding. And in fact, oh, John that's Grinder, interesting. Yeah, oh. he had a story and John Grinder's, you know, this was one of the developers of NLP and he worked with this couple once they both wanted to quit smoking and it, it worked. And then he saw one of them, you know, couple months later and he goes oh how's it going with the smoking and they go he go and the guy goes yeah it, you know it's great We're, neither of us are smoking and then he goes you do couples counseling <laughs> and he goes yeah come back to my office and um, it turned out they didn't realize this consciously but they used uh smoking as a way to signal each other that they wanted to connect so they would take a break they were both were very active people one would light up the other one would light up and they'd have conversations well, now they weren't having the conversation. Oh, So they were getting more distant. Yeah. Maybe that's why I brought it, because I haven't thought of that in years. That, But it always, I, mm-hmm. I mean, it made sense to me with her, with her mother. But now that you yeah. say that it is fairly common, when I'm thinking about people, let's go have a cigarette or a cigarette break or let's go do, yeah. I, you're, that, is, that is amazing. Wow. So what would you do in that case if that was their main way of bonding or the signal that now we're going to have a great conversation or we're going to basically bond? You'd have to replace it, well, right, when, with something yeah, else? Yeah, or what, how that. would you? Okay. Well, that, once they knew that, they just he helped them figure out, you know. Um, what was there how, subconsciously. Know, what's another way to signal each other? <laughs> yeah. And, oh, I um, love that. And they, you know, you know, once they were aware of it, it's like, oh, okay. You know, it could be as simple as, hey, let's, let's chat or let's relax together. Let's go outside yeah, and drink yeah. some tea or, you know, whatever. Oh, Art, that but, is so interesting. When you think about it, 
Yeah. And it does get in that, I mean, if it looks psychologically, that oral fixation, you know, of, of suckling, of mm-hmm. nurturing. And so, wow, that is so powerful. I mean, if more people knew this art, <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Well, that's yeah. what I love about NLP is it, it, it is, like I said, well, it's very logical, though there's a whole part of NLP that's the opposite where you access the unconscious mind. Um and you give what are called process instructions, which is cool too. And and I incorporate that into energetic NLP. The process instructions are when you you trust the person's unconscious mind and spirit. Well, obviously spirit to um, mm-hmm. to figure something out. So like when I'm done teaching a workshop, I'll tell people give permission that tonight when you're sleeping, your unconscious mind and your spirit are going to review what we did in this in this workshop. And while you're sleeping, you're Spirit will infuse it with wisdom, knowledge, concepts, skills, abilities, attitudes, behaviors, you know, from your spirit, and it'll and the benefits will be made richer and deeper. And I'm, I'm making it a little shorter, integrated. No, I like that though. I, I'm listen. I'm taking this process in art. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. And and what happens is people then, um, while they're sleeping, their unconscious mind, their spirit enhances whatever they did. And it's called process instructions because I'm not telling them what they're supposed to learn or how they're supposed yeah. to benefit. I'm, I'm trusting that if when that process starts, their unconscious mind and their spirit will figure it out. So it's very yeah. um, respectful and very authentic. Yeah. I liked it. I was having oh God, a discussion the other day with a fellow practitioner and friend of mine and because she was saying, uh, she's in New York, and she was saying how, I don't know, she had done something. She said that the person, it was it was like, process, you know, unconscious work, meditation, but with uh, mm-hmm. sound. And she was saying, I love this 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 part of it. She goes, but I, I was getting irrit- irritated because it was too much talking and mm. and saying, do this, go here. And I said, yeah. I go, well, because it doesn't give you a chance to have your own inner process. Right. And, mm. Right, and I said, in many ways, I go. What we're doing, or should be doing, is we're just keeping the conscious mind, the rational mind, busy, while you take yes. over your unconscious <laughs> mind. Right, takes over. I go, but if people are talking too much play by play, I go, yeah, it'd be irritating because it should just trigger enough that you, um, you know, your your inner stuff starts working, starts you know, kind of taking over. So. Um, yeah, so I like yeah, that's just really well said. Kind of yeah. confirm, yeah. Well, just kind of confirms what what you're saying, um, you know, about that part just enough, which is really an art because you don't know is this enough or is this too much? Is this not enough? But I guess that's exactly. where uh, where you're also intuitive. That's where I feel like you, the intuition comes in. You have to be in that state to track mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, oh, I. I... Right. I agree. And something you, you uh, absolutely. And there's something we do in energetic NLP that's unique to energetic NLP. It's a, a call a concept called your miraculous self, your miraculous mm. self, which is different than your high self. So your high self just mm. exists. And mm-hmm. I'll tell people like, I'll go. I don't exactly know what your miraculous self is. You know, y- your spirit will figure it out. And what I had noticed years ago is that often, well. I should define my terms because people use the word spirit to mean a lot of different things. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, when I say the word spirit, I mean the higher frequencies of the non-physical self. And Mm -hmm. what I call the soul are lower frequencies of the non-physical self. And some people would reverse that. But, um, um, and so what I'm calling the spirit is, you know, it's still you. It's below unity consciousness. But, but it's an aspect of the vaster you that sees the big picture, knows what you're doing this lifetime, you know, that knows everything about your body and energy system. And to me, when I tap into somebody's spirit, it, it, it's a lot like the perfect parent going, whatever you want, dear. Because it sees mm. a lot of, of paths as being valid spiritual paths. So, like, you want to get your heart broken? Well, that's a valid spiritual path. Oh, you want true love? Well, that's mm. another valid spiritual path. You know, not because mm-hmm. it doesn't care, but it sees a lot of possibilities. And, what I, and then there's something I call somebody's deep inner human wisdom. And I don't exactly know what it is, but when I... When I say that to people, they access it, whatever the heck it is. Mm-hmm. And our deep inner human wisdom is what it sounds like. It, it's practical. So your miraculous self is when your spirit and your deep inner human wisdom get in very close communication to guide you and nurture you and heal you and help you manifest. So that it's developing you personally spiritually, but as much as, as possible, doing it in a way that creates a life um, that's miraculous for you. And mm. so in energetic NLP, first I have people create that, which is super easy. Um, it's ridiculously easy. And then everything we do, they put their miraculous self in charge. So their conscious mind sets the intention, gives permission to receive the benefits, gives permission for the miraculous self to be in charge, and then the energy in your miraculous self do all the work. And the goal is to get your conscious mind out of it. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. set the intention, yeah. but then you, you, you let the magic happen. Yeah. And that's one thing. To, exactly. So if I'm You're working. Mad, you gotta, that's it. You've got to just set it up, yeah. right, for that inner magic to happen. And then get out of the way. And, and that's why yeah. I, I could be working with a couple hundred people, and everybody's having their own experience because I'm bringing the energies in. But what happens to them in particular, their miraculous self is deciding, not me. So, um, so everybody gets to like a, a customized experience. So it's, uh, yes. I really love doing it that way. And, and again, it's honoring their authority, their ability to. To me, everybody's a beautiful, powerful, spiritual being, whether they know it or not. No matter how messed up their life might be, so I, I try to connect them to who they really are. And then mm-hmm. let the magic happen. I love that. I love that what you're saying too, because really you can only set it up, and because they have that part, and and we don't know. We're we're it's like mm-hmm. it's like swimmers, you know. Everybody, you might learn a certain way of swimming, but you have your own mm-hmm. pacing and a, mm-hmm. you know individual style to some degree. And you, once you're diving deep into those waters. Um, that person's individuality or their gifts, their abilities, their, like you, earlier you were talking about the representational system, um, mm-hmm. takes over. I definitely feel, and I want to get your take on this, I definitely feel this, like what we're talking about right now, is not only going to be more um, sought after in, in, this, in this new paradigm that we're all co-creating, mm-hmm. but needed and necessary. Because... 
it's like the the map is always within, and, and it's getting less and mm-hmm. less externalized. That old I, I called it the um, it's like the old rule book that a lot of people got that didn't work. Oh, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. is disappearing right. more and more. Right? It's like <laughs> you're gonna have. Oh. I think people are gonna realize I gotta learn what's my inner mapping system. How do I get in there? What do I do? How do I read the signs? Um, yeah, I, I feel I don't know your thought if what you see in the, the the way the world is changing, but my sense is, is that this is going to be more, like I said, not just sought after, but a needed and necessary tool, if you will, or, or way of navigating. Well, I, I I love the way you're describing it, and I I totally agree. And in in every in the miraculous is more and more available. I remember even in the nineties, yeah. I talked to one of my teachers. And I went, I thought I'd have to meditate in a cave for 20 years to do what I can already do. <laughs> and it, True. I, well, I like to tell people, for years I wouldn't study this stuff because the old idea was that only a few special people were born with these abilities. Yeah. And I, I really wanted to be one of those special people, and I was afraid to find out that I wouldn't be because, you know, in that, in that model, that's it. You either are or you aren't. And then when I, I really started studying at night, I went, oh, my God, I am one of those special people. Yeah. And then a little later I realized, no, that's not true because everybody's one of those special yeah. people. Yeah, everybody's I, that special people. Yeah. Yeah, that we, and it's not everybody's path or interest. But I always no. tell people, if you're at all interested in developing your, your clairvoyance and your energy abilities and spirituality, everybody can do it. And yeah. yeah, and like anything else, it's, certain things are easier for certain people, but but um, everybody can do magical, miraculous yeah. things with energy. <laughs> Especially if you're encoded with it. We, we've actually had, we haven't had it in a while, but for a couple of years on this podcast, uh-huh. and I would get emails on this, we had people calling in that were like corporate, by their own admission, very ego-based, mm-hmm. and they're like, my friend had a migraine, and I, I said, oh, I rubbed their head, and all of a sudden the heat came out, and the migraine went away. I keep touching people. And mm-hmm. these are like, I remember this one woman, <laughs> she's like, what is going on? And, or people calling up, I'm not spiritual. I don't want to be spiritual. This is happening to me. This is going on. Or I found your podcast. And I'm like, well, obviously, it's your, you're encoding, and you just decode, <laughs> and you are now. <laughs> And people say, "Well, do I? Ha- Does that mean I have to leave my job?" Or do and I'm like, "No, integrate it however you want." But so yeah, I mean, it's just that specialness. I think yeah, you're right. In the old model, it was like for a small few. Um, but mm-hmm. I think the elite with the, the elite, yeah. The, but you start realizing, you know, there's a lot more elites. Everybody has an elite part of it. That's coming through the forefront. Exactly. Uh, a lot of it and, needs to be coached so you know, out, mm-hmm. like with the work you're doing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Or, oh, I was just going to say, uh, uh, I'm not doing much of it right now, but for decades I would work with corporations like, you know, Fortune 50, Fortune 100 companies with on leadership and team development. And, you know, they weren't hiring me to do energy work, but, of course, it wasn't an accident who'd end up in my groups. And Yeah. And, Everything in energetic and is permission-based, but, but it doesn't have to be conscious. 
So I, I would do a lot of energy work with the teams and the leaders, and, and people would often go, that was kind of magical, you know, and I go, yeah, it was. And, and every now and then I'd get busted. Somebody would get me alone and they'd go, I know what you were doing. <laughs> but again, you know, it's not an accident if they ended up with me. And uh, Exactly. You know, to me, I, I'd always ask their spirit, like, okay, how much permission are you giving me? And, um, but, but a real funny one, and it, it fits in with synchronicities, I was working with this group, and uh, it was a you know, fairly small team, I don't know, 16 people, and we were sitting in a U shape, and so I'm in the open part of the U, and, and there's a, a couple people sitting in the back part of the U, and the door was behind them, and there's a, a concept I like to teach teams called an actionable request, and what it means is rather than complaining, ask for what you want. You know, like start with, mm, here's what I want. I like you know? that. Oh, it's inc- it changes everything. Because we're, all, we're also uh, trained to think that we have to tell people why they were wrong, then ask them to change. And then we go, well, they were yeah. defensive. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. well, how about we skip the making them wrong and just ask for what you want, have that conversation. And um, so I had introduced that idea. And this woman in the back, and I had really, we were having fun as a group. This woman whose back is to the door goes, well, I have an actionable request. And I went, what? And she goes, I'd like some chocolate. And the second she says that, the door opens up. She can't see or hear it immediately. And they walk in with trays of chocolate-covered strawberries. And so the people in the, you know, near me see it first, and we're all starting to laugh, and it kind of moves down the group. And, um, and this woman who turned out she was very aware of energy work, and um, – uh, and she looked at me and she goes, this is kind of your world, isn't it? And I go, yeah, you know, not 100% of the time, but a lot of the time, yeah. <laughs> well, you can't, it's the same, so I, you know, yeah. that, it's the same state, right? I mean, mm-hmm. whether meditation it's or, or magic or shamanic, it's, it, we can call it different things. That's kind of what I realized years ago. I was like, because everything was kind of set. Now you're doing NLP, now hypnotherapy, now meditation. Oh, right, and then you're right. like, real. Then you go, oh, my God, it's the same state. It's just different ways of getting in there, you know, or accessing. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I wanted to ask you to, to share before we close, we're winding out now, is um, anything you have going on? I think you have a program that's coming up. And if you could I let do. our listeners know, yeah, it, any programs, anything that you have coming up or any resources uh, for our listeners, that would be great, Art. Well, first I'll mention a program, then I'll, I'll mention a free resource. So the program, it's one of my pride and joys, of, uh, one of my favorite programs. It's called Discover Your Miraculous Abilities. And we call it DIMA, Discover Your Miraculous Abilities. And it'll be the first weekend in October. And uh, it's like three days. It's, it's virtual. Um, three days of like clearing karma. Oh, it's virtual, There's so it's contracts. online. So they don't have to be. It's online. Yep, okay. they can. I, people used to have to fly in to do it, but uh, this is very. Well, because I, I see on the, the website you said something about Brazil, but that's something different then, right? The Brazilian one. Oh yeah, I've, a, I've done it in Brazil, and, and, and I used okay. to go to Brazil a lot, in, in in the UK. But this one's virtual. Um, okay. I better make it clear on the website. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and, do because it looks like it's there, but put maybe one for Brazil, one for virtual, so people know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to thank you because I, now that you're saying that, like, duh. Um, and, and <laughs> it, and everything in energetic company, it's easy and fun. And so it's okay. three days of, of, um, of, like, first we do tons of clearing, like, say, karma, uh, unconscious uh, programming beliefs, energetic programming beliefs, spiritual contracts. And then we start opening up people's abilities to work with energy. And when I say opening it up, the, the people in the program typically who are complete newbies and they're people that have been doing it for 30 years, but because everybody puts their miraculous self yeah. in charge, everybody gets, in fact, the first time I, I did the program, there was somebody who'd been doing energy work for 30 years and I had told her like, well, I don't know if you'll get a lot out of the program. And at the end she's going, oh my God, my, my work's on a whole new level. And this was years ago now. And so I've learned because everybody has their own miraculous self in charge, I can have newbies and I have super experienced people and, and everybody gets an incredible amount out of it. So it's like three days of healing and opening abilities. And by the end of it, people can do healing and transform to work on themselves or others. And they don't have to be in the healing profession. Uh, mm-hmm. People, some of the people like me were doing it in corporate settings or just with their families. But the other thing is when you work on other people, it actually accelerates your own spiritual growth in the way that that I teach it, the way I was taught and the way that I teach it. So that's like the seventh, eighth, ninth. Um, in fact, right now, this is a super early bird. It's like, I think, $59 right now. And so, and, and people can get to it if they go to the word miraculous, the number seven dot com, numeral seven, so miraculous seven dot com. Uh, they'll get to it. And uh, I, I, I'm, he says humbly, it's an incredible program, life-changing. I mean, people come out of it like this floating. And what, but another thing I have for people that want to try something completely free, it's called um, uh, the Blockbuster Mini Program. And if you sign up and it's the word Blockbuster, like the old video store, Blockbuster, again, the number seven dot com, lucky seven. Um, if they go to that site, they get a video a day for four days and then, they have ongoing access to it. And each one's about a half hour and takes something really powerful, energetic NLP processes. And they'll get a, a ton of clearing and transformation from the four videos. They'll also learn how to do the processes for themselves so that in the future they can either watch the videos and or just do it themselves. And that's another one. That, you know, People tell me it, it's really life-changing and that's completely free. And at the risk of confusing people, one more option. Um, it, it's called Change the World from Your Living Room.com. Change the World from Your Living Room.com. And I do that every Sunday morning. That, and that's live only at uh, 10 a.m. California time. And we do a world healing meditation. And then everybody gets uh, a very powerful emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual healing. And I put those together because. You know, you talk about throwing out the old rule book. And you know, the old, oh, you're, it's only a good deed if you don't benefit. Well, yeah. I like it when people <laughs> help me that they benefit. You know, I, I like that kind yeah. of work. Not, not that they have to, but if they can, that makes me happy. So I, I want yeah. to tie it together. We do a powerful world healing, then everybody gets an individual healing. And that's every Sunday, um, goes for about 45 minutes. And that's changed the world from your living room dot com. Oh, I love that. 
Well, all that will be um, – I know there's a link or a couple of links to all your stuff in the description box. Um, Sadie usually puts Great. it in there so people can uh, – so those of you that are listening and you're going, what did he say? What actually – you can go in the description box of this episode and uh, look or on YouTube when it gets uploaded there. Art, I have so enjoyed this conversation and um, brought me back memory lane to uh, studying this. And, yeah, it's really um, – we were talking. I thought, God, I miss these kind of conversations. Because mm. it's so – you learn every time, you know. I've learned – you learn and relearn, and things get em- emphasized, and um, I just that's one reason I love doing the podcast is just bringing it all together, you know, bringing us mm. all together and bringing the modalities together and different programs or ways of accessing our truth mm-hmm. and inner being. So, and healing, of course, and being empowered. So, thank you for being here, and thanks for all that you're doing. Come back any time. Well, I, I, I would love to uh, and be honored to, and I, I love how you do the interviews and the whole energy around the podcast and just what you're doing in the world. It's, I, oh, I think it's really important, you know. So, um, ditto, ditto, so ditto. Yeah, we're all here. kind of finding each other now. We're kind of finding – and you know what's interesting, yeah. too, because I think around – it was like around 20 – between 2011 and 2015 – I got kind of worried because everything was like quick fixes. I was like, oh, what's happening here, you know, or Mm. just not doing inner work. And I thought, okay, this is the change. This is the way things are going. And then I would say around 2017, that changed. People going, I want to learn this. I want to do this. I want healing or empowerment or, you know, I want to work with somebody or study with someone that has training or knows what they're doing, or I want to get trained. I want it. And I went, wow, there was a shift where like, like the study came back. Let's study this. Let's learn this. Let's, you know, so interesting. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I found it. Yeah. There was a quite a demarcation there. And, and so I feel like, you know, we need places of training, of studying, and, and mm-hmm. inner studying, you know, whatever it is, books or d- downloads or whatever. It seems like now people really want that. Um, and also, I will say the recognition that I call it the grand poobah. Nobody's the grand poobah. Nobody is on a, uh-huh. you know, we're constantly, <laughs> we're teaching, but we're constantly learning, too. So I think that has come kicked in too. Like, oh yeah, even though I've done all this and I have these clients, uh, I'm still learning, you know, or I still go to this group, or I still work with this coach, or whatever it is. So, yeah. Boy, that so is, we, we, you know, right? I hadn't noticed that pattern, but um, I now that you mention it, yeah, I remember for a while it was like you can learn all of NLP in a weekend and go out and be yes. a trainer, and you know, and it, and it was like, yeah. like, geez, where's the integrity in any of this? And, and you're right that there's much less of that and more like, let's actually, you know, develop. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, what I was talking about. There was all these it. weekend, uh, you know, like I even had someone one time say, oh, what do they say? How do they say? Well, I can't listen to anybody but my higher self. And I'm like, well, I still listen to people. I still check things <laughs> just in <laughs> case, really. you know. <laughs> 30 years later, I'm still checking on myself because there's been times that I thought it was my highest self and it, it right. wasn't my highest self, you know. So, 
Yeah, the, all the weekend, like, yeah, learn this, and now you're set forever, and you don't ever have to look at yourself, and you can save the <laughs> world. And um, Yeah, so I don't know what happened, but I just, I noticed the, no, the you're right. turning you're point. Right. Mm-hmm. It was kind of interesting. I'm so glad you pointed uh, that goes, out. <laughs> right? Which goes to show, yeah. like you said at the beginning of the podcast, you just never know, you know, like, mm-hmm. in a way where things are going. You know, it, there can be this change, this development that happens, and, um, you know, how do we be a well, part of that, say, I guess? You know, the whole idea, I only listen to my higher self, it's like, well, our higher selves get people to tell us stuff. <laughs> exactly, yes, yeah. <laughs> confirm things or like, hey, you know, uh, you might be a little off track there. So, yeah, that's a good point. Our higher yeah. self gets people to tell us things like that. <laughs> oh, Art, I could talk to you forever. Okay, well, oh, I'm glad you, you were so here. And uh, have too. fun on your upcoming um, training and uh, workshop session and all of that in October. And uh, hopefully you. we'll talk again. Take care. Oh, I would love it, and thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. 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 All right, beautiful soul lights. A lot of good information to re-listen to. And I loved when Art was saying, I don't know what he was saying, but I'm like, I'm taking this in. I'm encoding this positivity, this positive affirmation, confirmation, and I receive it. Uh, I hope you all have received the love that you are and the reflection of that love, light, insights, and wisdom through this podcast. Always want to thank everyone that shows up here, whether you're in person or listening to the replays, whether you're on the phone or the computer or the chat. I really appreciate each and every one of you and your gifts. Remember, you are making a difference. And, And also, special, special thank you and big hug to all of you that took the time to Uh, Give the five-star reviews of appreciation and comments. And those of you who have subscribed to Soul Insights and Tarot, as well as Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube. I really, really appreciate it. Also, I am going to put a link, because I didn't do that. Um, I am going to put a link to this Saturday, um, September 23rd's workshop in the description box also. Otherwise, you can go to my Instagram and go to the profile page, and there is a link there. I'm starting to put links on my Instagram rather than my um, website because we are creating a new website and going to be migrating all that data. Um, But maybe I can put it there too. I don't know. I'll have to figure that out with my, my web person. Anyway, guys, I love you a lot, and I appreciate all of you. And uh, that's it. Just keep shining your light, sharing your insights, and of course, gang, keep awake. I'm getting woke and staying woke. broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you woke?